welcome to the Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Hey guys, it's Hope Lund here from the Oracle of Hope. Um, you can check me out on Facebook or Instagram. Um, and you're listening to the Full Circle Podcast. Woo! Oh, thank you very much, Hope. That was lovely. What a lovely <laughs> guest to have last time. Yeah. Good evening and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Good, Good evening, evening, Julie. Good evening, Phil. Good evening, Glenn. Good evening, Captain. Good evening, Glenn. <laughs> Good evening, Julie. <laughs> the shipmates. Good night. <laughs> Good night, John Boy. <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> just feel like that, don't you? <laughs> oh, how are you both? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, excellent this week. Yeah, it's gone fast again, but uh, yeah, nice energies this week for me. It, it's been a weird one for me. I've enjoyed every moment, as I always do, feeling blessed with the work and everything. But however, there's been a, a stage this week when I thought Tuesday was Wednesday, Wednesday was Thursday, and I never get like that. Oh. Do you know what I mean? And so I don't know whether there's been a bit of a shift in the vibes in, in the universe or what's gone off. Or may, maybe I've been travelling on other dimensions mm. this week. Mm. Uh, you know, ahead of myself. I don't know. But We've had the full moon, the super moon, haven't we? As we've well. had. So we're in retrograde. Mercury, Mercury, <laughs> Mercury, <laughs> retrograde. And We've that. had the su mm. super full moon and the lunar eclipse together. Was it? Yes. Okay, yeah. It's like buses, isn't it? They're coming for ease. Yeah. yeah. My There's sleeping's better now because uh, earlier in the week my sleeping was a bit out. Um, quite lively, but it's back to normal now. So, mm. yeah, I think it's settled down. Mm. How about you, Phil? Have you had a good week? I have been uh, busy. Headaches. I had a lot of headaches oh. uh, Thursday, uh, Sunday and Monday right. over that uh, that that full moon, that super mm. full moon, and um, that uh, around that energy shift. Um, but, but busy at work, busy at work this week, oh, yeah, yeah. and trying to get ready for moving and stuff like that. So mm. clearing out a lot of clearing out of a decluttering of cupboards. Right at the minute. When do you move? What date? The end of June. Crikey, mm. not I've long, got long then. No, no. Meant to be one of the most stressful things that you do in life, isn't it? Moving. Is it on par with divorce? Um, probably. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say so. We've got tonight for this episode. We've got a fantastic, uh, a, a super fantastic uh, guest with us. And now, this guest is a superstar, stu superstar DJ on A1R Radio and Pulse Radio. So oh. uh, we are co-stars together, I suppose, Amazing. on Pulse, Pulse Pulse Talk Radio. So I would like to introduce. Um, a third generation psychic medium, intuitive coach, spiritual teacher, uh, Reiki master teacher, teacher of music and history. So I've done my homework, mm. you see. Um, please welcome Susanna Herchug. Hello, Susanna. Welcome. 
love you, Ron. Hi, Susan. That was an introduction. Thank you very much for having me. Bless you. You're welcome. How are you? Waiting very patiently there in you the were. wings. Bless you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did you find the energies over this over the uh, the full moon uh, this week, gone, Susanna? You know, I my conversation about full moon or any kind of uh, phase of the moon is always I'm either missing it. I'm either a, a day ahead or right. a day, you know, behind, mm. behind the time. And I'm always, always thinking, that, oh, my goodness me, it's not the day. Oh, it, I just missed the day. So it's always, I, I know, you know, when the, the moon is around. So I am grateful for the energy. But what I am also present to is that life is, life is great. You know, life is wider and broader and when i'm thinking about the moon or any of the any of the planets i feel that you know we, we can think about them but we need to have a, a, a big big understanding of what is out there you know yeah so I'm, I'm grateful for the moon and the energy and the light and i always talk to the moon because from my bed from one side of my of my place I can see the moon when I go to bed and I oh. tend to keep the, the blinds open and then I t tend to shuffle myself in my bed so I can still see, you know, peek the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Magical. Uh, yeah. which, which is absolutely mm. beautiful. And then sometimes, not always, but sometimes I remember taking my crystals outside and, and mm. clean. Oh, clean cleansing the, them. Yeah. Yes, cleansing as well. Yes, yes. Lovely. Yes. Sounds magical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with us, uh, Susanna. I've wanted to get you on for a while and I know that we've we've we seem to every time we've seen you at the mind, body, spirit, well, we've 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 missed you or you've just been busy. Um every time we've tried to grab you, you've just been so busy um and uh looking after everybody else, it seems. Um so we are excited that you that you're with us. Um so what I'd like to do is take it back to the beginning, uh, your beginning, mm. and and okay. and hopefully listen to your story around your own spiritual development and journey and, and spiritual mm. journey. Yes, you know, it's quite. Um, I, I'm very very grateful for my mother. So I, I start with her energy, and then probably what the energy was around the house because. My mother was a reader, mm. and I don't know how exactly she worked with the energy, but I know that when I was about five and six, I remember going to bed and feeling this massive ball, ball in my arms. And then I really felt stretching, stretching out, and I was always looking forward to going to bed because that energy was there, that ball mm. was there. Mm. But at that time, I always felt, it was a boy, so I, I did not have the concept or the understanding that it was energy. But for many, many years, that was such a beautiful, beautiful experience. And I remember, actually, actually, it's quite interesting because I was thinking about my mother, and every time when we went somewhere, she would have her cards. She would put her cards in a nice little bag into her nice little handbag because she was very, very all together in that way, you know. Yeah. And were very organized. And I remember taking the cards. She was taking the cards and 
or she, she, or we would have people coming to our home for readings. And I remember I was very curious. And mom used to say that I can't read for you because I know you too well. Yeah. But I remember, I think she read for me twice or three times. And, but I, you know, the, the, the fascinating thing is that I don't remember what she was talking about, but I remember sit, sitting across her, she was, uh, she was smoking and she would have a, uh, an espresso, you know, a coffee next to yeah. her. Mm-hmm. And then she would shuffle the cards. And I know, I, I remember what she was doing that, with the cards. And, and then that experience really stayed with me. And now, then she, uh, she passed when I was 21. Oh, right. And oh, wow. I did not really have the, the opportunity to really ask her, you know, what, how you are doing. But I was always very curious because I remember when we, when we had people coming to our home, of course, the door was shut because it, was, it wasn't for children. And I remember very quietly creeping on the other, uh, the other side of the door, <laughs> putting my ear on the door because I wanted to hear. I wanted to... You're curious. Know. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I know that people loved, people loved her and loved her readings. And uh, that energy was very much around. And now, you know, when I think back of my experience of energy, I feel that that might have been the reason why I was feeling because... She was working with with the energy, but we never never really spoke about it. Mm. And I remember when she passed, when I was 21, then I immediately started um, uh, doubting God. I mean, the, the upbringing was very, mm. you know, it's like an old-fashioned. Um, we did not have all the spiritual conversations because people would go to churches, yeah. you know, Catholic, mm, mm. but then... Part of the family was Catholics, but my mom said, if you feel drawn to going to the church, then you go. But otherwise, we did not go. We did not have to go. But, but um, when my mom passed, I really questioned the presence of God because I said, if something like this can happen, that my mother is taken away, then where is God here? Mm. You know, what is, the, what is the, the essence of life? And then, but, but, but quite soon, I, you know, I met people, you know how the energy works out because something happens and spirit consciousness, spirit gives you the people and the situations, what you need to experience next. And I met people who were doing Reiki, so I started doing Reiki and did Reiki 1, Reiki 2 at that that time and my my third eye opened and from there it really things started you know working differently but you see the uh, i feel that what was also very interesting when i was a teenager i used to have dreams premonitions Mm -hmm. and mostly um some negative things happening in the world and i remember hearing or reading about them in the news a couple of days later they will come up in the news and i remember cutting the newspaper little articles out and i had this scrapbook and I would glue things in and I would annotate and I would write down my dreams and I remember at that time we had in the local library I, I grew up in a small town and I think there were there were about one or two books about young or or creative energies creativity and the working with symbols it you know it's it very it came very very um um after a while, very evident that 
that the symbols are talking to me because I remember waking up and having the dreams very, very vivid, very vividly and all the colors and then the energies. And then I learned the pattern that when I had those dreams, they meant something. So I tend mm-hmm. to look out for signs afterwards, you know, so right. what, is, what is going to happen. So it's like, um, and then from there, you know, my third eye opened and, and from there, having information or receiving information for people and about people and situations became, became, I'm not saying like a second nature, but I started really noticing things. And then I started journaling and, um, and then life took over, started doing different things. Uh, qualified as a teacher and it's all life 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 mm, and yeah. but then that energy that uh, we are able to receive information a uh, seeing my my sense the most important sense was my seeing um and you know receiving information was was, was very was something very very fascinating and it always kept me buzzing and you know when we have that childlike energy that oh my goodness me I'm, I'm receiving something or I can figure out something and it makes sense for people and I feel that ever since that energy that childlike energy that it's exciting and yeah. it's natural <laughs> and it's part of our life and then we need to embrace it um, I feel that really stayed with me so that was mm-hmm. actually the very early well, sort of the half 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 of my life the early times yeah how, how did it make you feel when you know when you first started having those premonitions how did it how did it make you feel when you really started to just start to have them i i was curious i, I never i don't remember ever being afraid or really questioning mm. but because those dreams were very very vivid and very alive and soon figured out a pattern that if I have those kind of dreams, then it means something. Mm. So either following day or two or three days time, there was something happening. Yeah. So I was curious. And then from that space, when we are curious and, and open in that sense, then the energy can work with us. At that time, I did not know about opening and closing and opening and closing, but the energy, when it wanted to work, it started working. It was working. Um, so I, it, it was always something I was looking forward to, but not, never really anticipating or expecting, you know? Mm. And, mm. and I feel that it, it is important to have that, that uh, playful and open energy that when spirit, spirit consciousness wants to work with us, then, then we are there and we, we are open and, you know, we are in the, we are quite humble to receive what we need to receive. So I was always curious, curious mm-hmm. and this playful energy. It was um, wonderful that you had that beautiful childhood that enabled you to mm-hmm. um, to live in that open mindset of a household there, um, which gave you that opportunity um, not to be afraid of the energies mm. and what that represents. Uh, yes, I feel that, you know, even as a child, I remember observing my mother and watching and I would ask a few questions, but it wasn't really open, like an open conversation. I feel that maybe she wanted wanted me to experience it as as I was, not necessarily mm. teaching or talking about yeah. it, but 
it's more of I remember observing her doing doing and 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 people loving the experience for sure yeah mm. it's like the best way isn't it really oh yes 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 I feel that um it's, it's quite fascinating because you know she passed when I was 21 and ever since she's cheering and coming along and wow. giving giving me things so one way or another she's continuing what uh, she was doing or what she could not do because at that time because of the of the political situation but well, I was in I was born in Hungary people could not really do things like that openly right. so so that's, what she could not do yeah. what she could not do um I feel that you know I am in a situation where I can openly talk about it and openly practice and learn and help people yeah. So you were you were born and raised in Hungary, then. Yes. So at what point did you come across to the UK? Yeah. Well, I was a newly qualified teacher. I qualified to teach music and history, and I feel that after I think one or two years, after I qualified, okay, after I qualified, I decided to come to England to learn the language and maybe I, I thought if I go back to Hungary I will be able to teach or I will be able to do something with that but uh, but it was in 1995 and then I remember I just wanted to come here for six months mm. and uh, when I came here I realized okay I'm, I'm learning the language so I put all my attention to that and and then language exams and exams and exams so that was uh, <laughs> that wow. was After that studying. was the life you know like you have to study and you have to yeah. study and study. But then it's um, quite a few years ago, actually, I realized it's not really the meaning of life. You know, we can do the formal education, but let's forget about everything. <laughs> let's forget <laughs> about all that and let's work in a, you know, or live our life differently. You know? Um, yeah. Is that is at the point when you were doing all the studying that you went to the College of Psychic Studies in London? You know, I found it's quite interesting because I was working very close to the college, very, very nearby. And I was actually frustrated because I said to myself, oh, nobody told me it's there. It was there. And I I think I, I got there about 2000, 2013 or 14. But when I got there, I, from there, things just um, uh, developed very quickly, like very quickly. I think I did one or two two terms on psychic development, beginners and an intermediate class. And I remember the the tutor putting me out to an open day and doing readings for people. And mm, right. it was absolutely fascinating because in the library, there are those big chairs, brown chairs, leather chairs. Yeah. And I remember he chose four people from the class and we could do four 15-minute reading. Like a mini uh, reading. <laughs> For four readings, and I did not want to leave the space because it was like you know when you are excited and you want to do more, <laughs> and especially when you are in that space. And uh, so, but but then from there things were things uh, things were evolving quite quickly because I did a, a few psychic courses and went to the mediumship classes and went to the trance class there with Elizabeth Rogers, which really meant a lot to me. Um, and then I feel that that was the time when I realized that yes, we are we are receiving a lot of healing through 
readings, other people doing readings for us or receiving messages, giving us messages. But I, I remember realizing that actually I'd like to help people, not just receiving, me receiving information, but helping people to experience the same and experience the healing, what I received or what I, what I was given. And when I, when I took the trans classes, I, I realized that actually it's not just something we do, like do readings or do receive messages, but then the impact it really has on our lives as individuals. And mm. it's not just thinking, but our being. It is and, a lifestyle, isn't it? It's not just uh, something we do at the weekends. It, it just changes your entire life and your outlook. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then I feel that, you know, once we experience speaking from a, from a different space, and once we start hearing ourselves, it's not ourselves, but then how spirit, how consciousness is coming through and speaking from the heart, mm. and then the types of conversations which start coming out of our mouth in that sense, then we realize that, that actually the whole, whole, um, the whole, um, in a sense, you know, using using energy has a very different level, a very different meaning, and it's nothing to do with us because what you know when we go through our development, the ego and the mind can be very strongly there because we could say yes, I did a really good reading, yes, <laughs> I am good, good at it, or I'm not, you know, and it's a lot of lot of ego. We have to go go through that stage that yeah. ego cannot be present and when we are working on that level we cannot have the ego, ego. I agree. yeah mm -hmm. we're just the instrument aren't we the in vehicle. which, uh, mm -hmm. which the energy works through yeah absolutely absolutely and i remember at the time i was i was teaching i was teaching nearby <laughs> nearby the college and you know standing in front of the whole school and running team practices and assemblies and various gatherings and the words coming through, I realize they are not my words. Right. Because I, I would not be able to stand in front of people and talk about what, what we needed to talk about. But then that was the moment that I realized that once we do work with light, once we do work with spirit, yeah. it will have an impact on our life, how we feel, how we think, and how, how our life can develop from that point. So that was a very, very powerful realization, mm. you know. Can I ask you as well there, Susanna, yeah. um, you mentioned when you were channeling the words and it was just coming through you. Can you describe to our listeners the feeling that you're feeling at that moment in time when that is happening to you? You know, um, it is really, I'm feeling in my physical body. Yeah. F feeling in my physical body, especially at the beginning, because it's all exciting and it's a different experience, not just the one we receive and all that. But, but I'm feeling it in my body and, and what I'm feeling is my heart center is really, really open. And I remember at the time I was really asking, really questioning, is it, is it my heart or it, my, or it is my lung or it is my body doing something? Yes. But then sure. how the energy is expanding itself and really feeling that the whole um, aura, the whole energy, the whole field around us is expanding. And... I also, you know, sometimes I feel how the, the, the energy, the, the space around my head goes. And the sensation is 
as if the air is being sucked out. So it's not white no- noise, what I hear, but yeah. how the energy is being sucked out. And you are very in one point and you, you get to the point that you are not questioning what you are experiencing, mm. that the body is present. And, and I remember, you see, it's quite interesting because I, actually it's an interesting question you asked because I never really thought about it. I'm feeling the physicality. And then sometimes it is so much emotion that, that it is really coming from the heart. And sometimes yeah. the words coming through, they come with such power. And sometimes I'm noticing the change of my voice when I'm when in public, change yeah. of the voice mm-hmm. and the strength of the vocabulary, um, the, the pace of the, of the speech. And, but it's, 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 so, it's either such, such huge and beautiful sense of joy or well, sometimes it comes with sadness. It depends on it, it. depends on what we have been talking about, and it is evolving from that space. But most certainly, the experiences the experience comes on the physical level, and then goes on to the emotional level, and then expands. Yeah. But mm. the sensation is that you know the the body is not watching itself, so it's really like a jelly-like sensation that. I, can, I need to control my body so I'm not falling. So in that sense, if, if I'm with my eyes open, I'm talking to, to, to people. Um, that's why I actually quite like standing bare feet. Bare feet grounding. Grounding. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And then it's, the energy is really expanding, really expanding, and you feel it like meters away from you. And sometimes I would have uh, the, the light, as expressed in color, so I would feel certain, uh, you know, the, how I see is, is colors or light or the frequency, how the yeah. frequency is showing itself. Uh, if we are talking about or if we are given something related to healing or through the verse, very healing um, and powerful messages are coming forward, then I would feel it in my left palm. That's the sensation of healing, but okay. it's. It's more certainly something where I I feel I don't need to feel my body and just letting the energy to take over and it is it is you know at that point because otherwise I would not stand it's quite an interesting conversation <laughs> otherwise I would not stand in front of people I would just sit quietly and watch the rest of so you're know, being, the rest of everything yeah you're being yeah. pushed forward by your guides and your team there. To deliver this truth, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. And then you are not questioning. You don't have time. And then you realize that you cannot have your your little not-mini-me conversation because the energy, the message wanting to come forward is much greater and much more important. And then once a couple of times you have had that experience, then you know that is your experience, that is the sensation, and then you know from experience that this is, this is something similar or something different from your previous experience, but most certainly it's nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So <clears throat> I wanted to ask a question, Susanna, and you've been talking about energies working, channeling different energies, but I'm fascinated. I was just about to say that as well. Fascinated mm-hmm. yeah. with <laughs> how you've been 
working with and channeling the energies of Anne, Anne Frank. Frank. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I tell you guys, that's absolutely, so very absolutely beautiful, 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 beautiful. And I'm just so humbled to have experienced those conversations. And I know it started a few years ago, actually, right. three, three years ago, four years ago, something like that. I remember being in some mediumship classes, um, you know, one of those training courses or development courses for mediums. So they were all in mediums around and we were doing readings for each other. And I remember the information, I was doing a reading bringing information for, for somebody. And next to me, there was a lady, another medium, who was very much interested in the Second World War and also the history of Jewish people and the mm -hmm. Holocaust. And then the information started coming forward. I recognized that was Anna Frank's information because at that time she was giving me pictures. So I would, I would, I would identify the information as Anna Frank because she would give me the, the visual things. But yeah. I know at the time I could not say, I think I got Anna Frank, you know. Um, sure. But then at the end of the reading, this lady came to me and, and she said, I feel that that reading was for me. And then we discussed the conversation of, of Anna Frank. So that was one. And there was another occasion where somebody, another medium, somebody from Scotland, she said, Susanna, are you aware that Anna Frank is getting ready to, to work through you? And I said to that lady, that, yes, I I have started, I had started experiencing her energy mm. and, and you know, it's quite interesting, quite fascinating because once, you know, when the whole lockdown began two years ago, two years yeah. ago, that was, was it March, March? And I yeah, think like one, one or two months, yes, one or two months into the whole, whole, whole lockdown, I remember being in a kitchen and it was quiet and you see at the beginning, nobody knew anything. And if I was questioning questioning, you know, what is going to happen? Yeah. We're going to be inside. We are locked in the house. How can we go to shops? You know, all the all those mm. all those questions. Of course. Right. And then her energy stood next to me and it's always on the left side. And then how at the time how she approached was that she would give me she would give me a picture. So I would see something related to her. I remember right. we visited her house ages, ages, ages ago. Um the, the, the little space, you know, where they were hiding, where the family was hiding. Yeah. So when her energy comes forward, she would give me uh, an image from, from the house. And then throughout that, the first year of the lockdown, yeah, what did she, say? she came, yes, she started coming forward. It was always, or most of the time when I was in the kitchen, always on my left side and always on the, you know, when, when I had those moments that, I, I have uncertainty. I don't know what is happening. I don't know what the next step is. And then her energy, what she showed me was absolute love, patience, and healing. And at the time, she wasn't uh, giving me conversation. It was always the, the energy, what she showed, yeah. what, what she presented. But quite interesting, because interesting, last year, I remember sitting down, I wanted to read a book, a brand new book. And... Uh, I remember reading the first page. I could not get to the to the half of the first page, some introduction or something like that. And her energy was next to me on my left side again, and this time talking. So I, I grabbed my phone and I started recording exactly what I was receiving. So the conversation, I received two sets of conversations 
which we recorded on the A1R in four different settings, and how I worked with the energy that what I recorded, I transcribed the whole thing, and from there, word by word, saying what she was giving. And sometimes her speech was direct, sometimes it was the sensation is, or sometimes now I'm reflecting how she worked with me or how she works with me. It's always a combination of senses mm -hmm. because I'm using all the senses. <clears throat> so I'm not saying now I'm going to use my uh, clairsentience or clairaudience, but then spirit consciousness is using anything which is there or which, what, what I need to use. So it's always a combination. And during those two, two sitting, actually, you know what? The interesting thing is that that the first first um, recording was about 36 minutes. The second was about 43 minutes. Wow. And then for the second time, then I sat down again with the same book, saying to myself, now I'm going to read the book. And then I got to the same section, half a page, <laughs> the first page, an introduction, bang on, on my left. I got my phone again and I started recording. So that was the second, right. second part of the conversation. But you see, the most, most fascinating thing is that I never read her diary, the diary of Anna Frank. And then the first year, the first year of the lockdown, she said to me, don't read, don't read the diary. So I did not touch, did not even have the copy. And the second year she started, now you read the diary and then from the diary, I'm going to give you more information, more, more teachings. But then you right. see that the whole conversation had three main sections. One of them was her experience as a child, within yeah. her own family and most importantly her relationship with her father and everything what she said i was just of course writing recording it voice recording and writing it down and then as the time progressed then she would be talking she said she, she took she, she spoke about different family members her experience and the last chapter the last section is when the family is taken away right and how She's experiencing that time. And, you know, that is the time when she talks about her experience within the camp, where the family, where she yeah. was taken oh, away. Yeah. And you see the, the, the whole energy has changed so much because at the beginning she's playful and talking about, you know, she's a, she's a teenager. So she's talking mm. about her experience of life. But then when we get to the second world war, you know, that section, yeah. mm -hmm. that energy is very, very different. And I remember even with the recording, she would take how I was experiencing, take her breath, take her breath, and then she would give me a, a passage and then a long pause. And then again, gather the energy, give me the next piece of information and the long pause. And I remember when I was transcribing that text, I had to take time, so I would work on it for about 10 or 15 minutes, then I had to walk around because the energy what she showed me was some points at the time, some, some, such, such horror and such yeah, yeah. fear that in my personal life, I don't think I have ever experienced anything like that. Even when my, past, my mom passed, that energy was a different energy. Yeah. Even when I work with spirit consciousness and then they show me their energies of passing, that is a different frequency. Yeah. But then when she showed me her experience and the family's experience, that was something that I, as a as personally, I had to take time out and then I went back to work on it. 
and then I you know time out again and complete it. And it's very, it's very, very, very beautiful. And then the most fascinating thing for me is that when people listen to those conversations, those who knew more about her life or read her diary, and then they would come and they would get back to me saying that actually, yes, she was talking about that, or yes, you are right, because she was she was mentioning this, she was talking, she wanted to be a teacher, she wanted to do this and she wanted to do that. So it's absolutely fascinating. And then you see, the last conversation came when she said the consciousness where she is, is not, that frequency is not enough for her. Right. But, mm-hmm. but uh, she is raising her frequency in that sense because from even higher frequencies, higher consciousness, she wants to bring the knowledge and then a guidance down to to humanity so that we are moving forward. And yeah. so it's a big, big, big. I'm so very passionate about the whole conversation sure. and I'm extremely grateful. Why that. Do you think with that as well, with her bringing that information through and telling you not to read the diaries, that was evidential information because she wouldn't have known any of that. And also the fact that she's bringing it through in such detail and depth for you that there's a form of healing taking place for her in order to ascend with her spirit. Mm. You, you are absolutely right. You are absolutely right because now when, when I, after I received the two, two sections, the two main chapters really, yeah. I realized that within her talk, within her speech, there are three levels. The very first when she's talking about her life uh, here on the earth plane within the family. Mm-hmm. And the next one, when what she has learned since her path passing yeah. and from yeah. her consciousness, how she can help us or what she wants to uh, show us or how she wants to teach us. So she's really expressing, expressing her energy that she wants to teach. She wants to teach. And then the next level was the, the historical, what I call the historical inquiry, because she's talking about the, the, what is not in the, in the diary, but then what she expressed afterwards and then what actually other people commented that that's actually that was the experience let's say two weeks before that camp was closed uh, she yeah. mm-hmm. why why do you think she's come through now Susanna um because she came through during the first lockdown do you think that's relevant to things that are going on at the moment this is I, you know, I, I I was really feeling it because especially the first year uh, before I received the, the, the conversation, but then the sensation, her energy was always there when I personally experienced sadness, confusion. Yeah. And then I know it's not, it, 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 was a, it was a shared experience because that is what we were experiencing. And her energy was always such love and compassion and unconditional presence that I am here and I'm holding the space for you even when you are in your mind, trying to think about, or, you know, trying to understand things. What's going on, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Right. That's Interesting. Brilliant. So mm. when you said that she wanted to come in and give some teachings, can you recall any of those teachings as well that, that she brought through? Oh, I'll tell you what. You know, um, at the very first section or the very first part, she's talking about, you know, what we would receive normally in spiritual conversations, that, talking about light, talking about heart center, yes, yeah. talking oh. about consciousness, talking about love. But you see, every time when she came, when she came forward, it wasn't that, oh, I am here, 
are you ready to talk or or and you're welcome you know not like that but then bang on going straight into the conversation and and just just going with what she needed to say but then her conversation i remember what was really powerful and then having experienced that frequency then i feel we need to talk from that space because she was saying that you know find a light in your heart and like a candle hold it as a candle and if you have somebody around you who does not have the candle lit or their sadness then have the other person to light their candle nice. and then have the other person light the candle and then in that space in that me in that sense when you feel light and love within yourself then you your only job while you are here on this earth plane is to light a candle for the other person bring light where there is darkness so that was very very mm, profound yeah, by what, I, what she was showing me as a sensation and it really you know as a person i made it made me think of of the meaning of life and myself as a spiritual worker so and then you see and in that space we don't have time to think about ourselves because we all have that light in our heart the soul is there to fully express itself if you are thinking about ourselves from the point of mind and ego and judgment yeah. and all the emotions then we are very much limiting ourselves because when we go back to god then then we can reflect and you see the other important thing she said and, and that was actually when she was in the camp in the concentration camp and she said the only thing what i could take with me was the sense of joy i did not have anything else but mm, yeah. sense of joy wow. and yeah. ever since um because you know we can say the most important thing is love in life and ever since actually there are different conversations coming to me from spirit consciousness but then having experienced her conversation that the most important thing what we have is light and joy and mm -hmm. that's why we are here to experience the joy the, the the excitement what our soul is about and in that sense feeling the the light and the openness the space within ourselves and helping another person to experience exactly the same thing so that is the one and only mission we are here on this earth plate and then you see having experienced her conversations i'm absolutely certain about that so even now when we live in this in this setup in this current time that is the most important thing because we are still here on this earth plane we are living here we don't have any choice we are here so if we are here it means that we have we have something to do A purpose and it's not the yes it's not the what we are doing but how we are experiencing and mm. how we are how, how we are we're doing it yeah. Yeah. absolutely and how we are helping the others as well you know wow yeah profound are these uh, um these writings suzanne susanna are they going to be published is it something that's going to be published in in, book, in the future yeah. you see um i have been thinking about it and when i received the information i felt that my job was immediately to share it because if i waited to write it down and you know tidy up i did not yeah. want to tidy up the writing because the the rawness how everything was received i felt that was 
the most important thing. That was the message. Mm, yeah. Yeah. The evidence, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Has she uh, been in contact uh, since or, or has it been a bit of a gap now or does she continue to channel through you, Susanna? She she is around and sometimes yeah. she's saying, you know, so are you ready? I mean, I'll be going to sit down, you know, this childlike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I would say, actually, it happened when I was going for going to one of the mind body spirit events. And I said to you, you know, I'm going to this event. And then <laughs> the, the same evening she would ask, she asked again, so, so I'm here. Are we going, when are we going to, to work together? But then you see, so there are pointers. But what I'm experiencing these days is not just her but her mom's energy because the the energy what they are showing me is the reflection of what they experienced while they were living in the annex when i were in hiding and then how they coped how they managed their lives when they had little when they they had limited resources when they had when they had to watch certain things and when I'm experiencing, it's quite interesting because her mom is not speaking. I'm just feeling her energy. And yeah, then in that yeah. setup, I'm feeling on the front is always on my left. And then when I'm feeling the mom's energy, it's always I'm getting on with my things. I am not complaining. There is that, that presence and that quietness and, you know, just getting on with what we need to get on with and experiencing. And... Uh, my duty, my job now, because I still have not read the, the diary, and that is what she has me. So, um, you know, I've got, I've got a few copies around the house, and every time when I look at the book, and I'm, oh my goodness, goodness me, I, I forgot about you, I have to sit down. But then, but then it's quite interesting because, because when I'm going to, actually it leads to another conversation, because when I'm going to buildings, people invite me to buildings, and when there is something to do with the Second World War, then the energy moves that way. So we need to work with, with the experience, what people experience during that time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what spirit wants to show me or show us through that experience. But I know I need to do my homework because, because that was what, what uh, was really asked to mm-hmm. do. Read the diary. <laughs> yes, and, and read yeah. and read it. And and how she said that from that experience I'm going to show you, you know, what you need to what you need to receive or um uh, yeah, so I need to you know, uh, uh I will let you know when something else is coming up. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, find yeah, that more out. That's yeah, intriguing. Definitely. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you also uh, not only do you channel the energies of Anne Frank, but you also channel and have recorded channelings from higher dimensional beings. Oh, wow. I'm thinking, and the Pleiadian energies. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And then you see, it, it it is again around the time when the whole lockdown began. <laughs> Strangely enough, <laughs> and, you know, I I was never really. Uh, I must say interested or tuned or tuned in or read about any of those energies. But I remember at the beginning of the lockdown, I said to us, okay, let's do some tidying up. Since we are in the house, we might as well start doing the cluttering and things like that. And I, I remember I remember being um, being upstairs and the energy works. 
So when I'm doing healing or self-healing or Kundalini energy is working, then I am in the space. And my consciousness went to the point, actually I'm experiencing myself in my physical body, but then this, this, this um, how, I, how I sensed was that they are hovering around the outside of my garden, Right. About a couple of couple of meters above my above above the garden, they parked there in the air, and then they were coming. Four of them came into the house, and they were bringing their own things, their own own energies. And I don't know anything about you know what they look like or what they feel like or anything. But then the 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 sensation was quite different from any of the other uh, spiritual energies, mm. like. You know the grandparents and the, the ones who yeah. passed over, Your ancestors. different from uh, from Anna Frank's energy, or different from the angelic realm, mm -hmm. um, or different from Christ's energy, because that's a very very profound sensation. But then, from time to time, they were showing me different things, and how I experienced them was through healing. So they showed me how they 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 do healing and how much they care about. Uh, life here on earth plane and it's not just uh, humans but the plants and the animals and when they go to different uh, uh, to, to a different level uh, how I receive the information is that I would start talking about something something general and uh, within a few minutes in the conversation then I feel the energy shifts and changes and then we start talk, talking about something else and it's always a sensation is and how they are showing me the energy you know the fascinating thing is i don't know anything about maths or physics or planets or cosmos and things like that yeah. but then that they are showing me the energy they are really they are really showing the how the earth is in relation to all the other planets but then this galaxy is just a very very simple and very low frequency in that sense, low frequency galaxy in comparison to all the others. And when I'm, when I'm listening to those conversations, or when I'm receiving those conversations, it's all, it is always the sensation is, the sensation is this, the sensation is that. Because how they are showing the information is, we cannot really have words for that, you know, to describe, because yeah, there is intense. no vocabulary what mm use but we can describe in that way that the sensation is this and that uh, because I, I, you know which it, I, I was thinking about it why is it that there is such conversation about frequencies and I was thinking maybe because I'm a musician so one would understand music differently one would understand frequencies differently but there has been a lot of conversation quite a bit extensive um, stuff about frequencies and how they are communicating through, through music yeah mm -hmm. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's really like... Um, it's also uh, telepathic yeah. as well, isn't it? Telepathic frequencies and energies. Mm. Absolutely, yes, yes, yes. Um, I think there were, there were a few occasions when, when uh, I think I was recording something or I was writing, but then that, that uh, uh, energy came forward and how they are comparing the fifth and the sixth dimension to our dimension, the sixth, sixth dimension to three dimension. And then there was a conversation about the eighth and the twelve dimensions and how they are how they are themselves doing their own learning from moving from five to six. 
and from 6 to 12. And then from that frequencies, the 12th and the 6th dimension, how they are able to relate to us as a three-dimensional reality. So there are all these fascinating conversations. Yeah. And I always say to myself, you know, I'm going to read up on what we are talking about here. But I don't want to read up on anything because I feel it is important not to have Knowledge in that sense, yes. Mm, be a clear I'm like that. Yeah, in, be a influence, yes. yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yes, yes, yes. But it is for me the the Pleiadians, Pleiadians plus, um, approached or occurred as uh, as a form of healing. How they were showing mm -hmm. their their um, not not that culture or knowledge, but but their frequency and. It is utmost, utmost love and acceptance and again patience and how much developed their energies, actually it's like energy or frequency, you know, or knowledge is compared to us. And you see, in one conversation, they were talking about that actually unconditional love, the love that they are showing is not unconditional, how I would use the word unconditional, because once we are talking about the frequency of love, true love, then having the word unconditional is unnecessary because it is either love or not love. So unconditional mm. in that sense is not important. And they were also talking about memories and attachment, why we are living here on this earth plane. And they encouraged us to work on attachment or non-attachment because once we move on, move, move uh, back to spirit, then the sadness comes from not having done something. I wish I have done something. I have, mm. I wish I could do. Yeah. Regrets. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then even while we are here on this earth plane, what they were showing is uh, really working on, on, on that frequency. And it really made me think, just like the Anna from conversation, that, okay, what can I do about myself? What can I learn and what can I experience? And it gave me so much, um, so much understanding, you know, um, that the most important thing is after Anna Frank's conversation is, okay, I am here as one person or one soul. And even if I don't have people or family or friends around, because of course they are there, but then the experience is a solo experience. My learning is to be the, 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 the light, what I can bring forward or what I can experience. And from that, not having the ego and the mind coming to the forefront, because then from that space, the, the, the whole attachment and all the emotions, sadness and happiness or all disappointment and all the emotions would come forward. But in that sense, once we tune into that frequency and have that understanding, then we can experience anything in our lives and we can go through experiencing a different frequency, you know? So, and I feel that in this sense, it goes together with the, the Anna Frank's conversation because if you think about the hardship, what they had to experience, they had to reach a point in their life when there was the point of acceptance and we are still alive and we are making the most of our lives. Mm -hmm. so in our reality, of course, it's a different reality, but there is a lot 
to be understood and a lot to be learned, learned from, from those experiences. And then I feel that having experienced or having felt those frequencies, my job is to, to speak, to speak and then from live from that, from that energy and constantly reflect on my own life and my own experiences. Because, you know, when we work spiritually, then, you know, we experience the, the, the ones who passed over and then the message is, I wish I have done this or I have got yeah. my learning now. So we don't want to get to that <clears throat> point when we pass and then we feel, oh, I could have done this in my whole life yeah. and I have not, I haven't done anything of those. So it opened up a very different um, sensation, understanding and sensation. And it really, um, I'm finding it very, very helpful on a personal level to reflect. And once I do the reflection and the reflection comes through experience, then, then I feel that when we want to help another person, then, then I'm hoping there is light coming forward, you know? It sounds like it for mm. sure. So fascinating yeah. stuff yeah. there, Susanna. Amazing advice there. You yeah. Give us a lot of food for thought there. Definitely. That's some mm. profound messages there. Mm. Some profound messages. Yeah. Um, Susanna, it seems like actually we've near we're nearly at the end of our of the hour. Yeah. Um, could you give us some could you give us some information on where people can find you, websites? Um, how people can get in touch with you if they want, um, if they want to yeah, call upon yeah. and, and, and and contact you. Oh, lovely, lovely! Thank you, thank you. Now we are coming back to the, the Earth reality. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, uh, so I've got a website, and that is uh, uh, com. And I'm always saying to people that I'm so grateful for my parents because they gave me this gorgeous lush long name Susanna with nine letters mm -hmm. so my website is zsuzsanamedium.com and then social media you can find me again as Susanna Medium Marvelous. and yes uh, you, you, you as you started with the radio podcast so I'm there on Pastor Radio just after your podcast ah. and just after after well you've got two podcasts there so I'm there as well on Pastor Creedy on Mondays from 6 to 7, 6, uh, 6 p.m., 6 to 7 p.m. GMT. Uh, and uh, the other podcast, um, the other radio show I am doing is with the Asko Radio Network, Evan Asaki Radio and Moonstrike TV. And I'm there now for the second year. I'm there on Tuesdays from 8.30 p.m. Uh, GMT, and that's 3.30 p.m. EST. So... That is where I am. And I am popping up on mind-body-spirit mind, shows. And uh, I just love talking. I love talking mm, uh, yeah. about anything. Fantastic. Well, it's brilliant. been a pleasure. So we're, we're going to wrap it up uh, yeah. for now, Thank aren't you. we, Phil? Namaste, everybody. Namaste. So, Thank uh, you. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank, Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on and talking to us. Uh, a lot of content there. And we'll speak to you again. Fantastic. Thank yeah. you very wow. much. Thank That's you, Julie. Much taken there. Thank you, Glenn, for this evening. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Take yeah. care, everyone. Have a blessed week, whatever it is you're doing. Bye now. Bye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening and continuing to
official Facebook page. Until next time, have a good time, all of the time.